Let's talk agriculture now, planting the seeds. Topic uh, today is the role of environmental consulting in agriculture. So our next guest started his consultancy in 2017, and he's an experienced conservationist who is based in Cape Town and has been in the industry for the past 13 years. The Conto Enviro Group's aim, which his business is, aims to bring about a unique experience in conservation training while st- uh, sharing the beauty of the Cape floristic region through ecotourism. The business works with stakeholders in the agricultural, tourism and environmental sector to provide quality management administration, environmental education and project assistance. So Sabelo Lindani, founder and managing director of Conto Enviro Group, is also a recent participant and graduate of the SAB Foundation Tolwane Enterprise Program. He was also the recipient of the grand prize, the Tolwane Award, as he demonstrated a high level of commitment to driving his business forward. His business also showed exceptional growth performance during his time on the program. We welcome you, Sabelo. Good morning. Thanks for making time. Hi. Good morning, Asanda. And thank you for having me. Okay, so let's talk then when you started your business and what inspired Contour Enviro Group. How did you know that there was even this thing called ecotourism? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, goodness, uh, this really goes back, uh, uh, you know, um, to 2010. I, um, when I, I, I just wanted to start my own business, I was still working for government at the and I kept on, you know, having this dream to actually start something that would make a difference in the conservation space, as it was my focus at the time. And then I, you know, uh, established a company uh, that does conservation training. And then I started working more and more with uh, farmers, particularly in, uh, particularly in the fruit industry, uh, in the what you call it now, in the Elgin area in the Western Cape. Mm-hmm. So with my interaction there, whereby I was dealing with a lot of, you know, ex, uh, exporting farmers, I, I saw a need and I saw some challenges and I saw, you know, how corners were being cut by some of the people that I was interacting with, you know, mm. uh, because internationally they had to make uh, or they had to meet some um, environmental um, compliance standards. And that's kind of where the, you know, the, the, the agriculture, or, or that's sort of, that's how I actually refocused my business into the, you know, environmental management uh, for the agricultural sector. But before that, my focus was just on conservation as well as ecotourism training. And I developed some accredited training material. Uh, which became um, the business actually started in, in 2017, as you said. But uh, during that period, that's how I've kind of segmented into the agricultural state. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. Yes, you are. So so tell us the word, the, the name of your company, Contour Enviro Group. The Enviro Group part makes sense, but tell us about Contour, how, how you came to this name. So I was actually looking for a name that would combine both conservation and tourism. Mm-hmm. And uh, I so the corn in Contour stands for conservation and the tour stands for tourism. And then, I, you know, put that together, that's how I came up with Contour. But mm-hmm. then if you look at our logo, you know, uh, I've got Contour lines, you know, that are, are surrounding uh, or that go over 
an African map, and that on its own has its own story because uh, because I work in uh, in, in mountainous areas, you know, mm-hmm. and what we call contour lines and all that. And I thought, you know what, uh, this could be a way of you know us as South Africans, us as contour as a company, you know, connecting with the rest of Africa. So which is why you've got contour lines starting in the Cape Town area all the way to different parts of of, of Africa. So that's how that name came about, uh, and then I thought, you know what, that meaning would be lost if, because initially we were called Control Training Academy, mm-hmm. and then I thought when we started expanding and adding more services, I decided to just add Enviro there. Thus, we've got Control Enviro Group, which basically means that we do we do work in the ecotourism space, we do work in the agricultural space as well as environmental awareness and and and, and, and education. Awesome. So you're focusing on the Cape Floristic region. Uh, why uh, focus on this? And, and what particular uh, things do we need to note that we maybe don't? Misconceptions around this area and region. What In which areas does this co- it cover? I know those are three like, questions in one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, uh, the Cape Floristic region is basically, you find it mostly in the Western Cape. Uh, you do find so good vegetation that we call the train boats, uh, beautiful. Uh, I mean, you come uh, to different, I mean, I, I normally say, and, and use a very, very simple example. I know that when you're in Cape Town, you see the Table Mountain, you see the Hottentotsolan Mountains, and if in George, you see the Hotelico Mountains. And those are covered mostly by your famous uh, vegetation type. Mm-hmm. And if you come into the, for example, into the uh, Cape Town area, you go to any open patch, especially around September, you see the beautiful flowers that you find in the spring, um, uh, during the spring season. And that's basically what we're conserving here. Um, it, it, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's one of the six uh, floral kingdoms, that, and it's the smallest as well as the most diverse one. So it's very, very important. It's been highly, highly transformed, uh, mainly because of a, a number of things, which is one of them is uh, development through urbanization. I mean, if you go into the Cape Town area, you find a lot of, you know, um, critically endangered vegetation types because over time there's been a transformation through development. But also if you go into your lowland area, if you go into the overback area, you find that there's been a lot of uh, transformation through agriculture. So that's why we work in those areas because you've got some areas that have got some really rich soils and uh, high um, areas with, with high water yields, so those become high targets for agriculture because they are great for, 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 for planting crops as well as forestry. Uh, mm-hmm. But then the third thing, you've got what we call uh, invasive species, uh, alien invasive species. Those are plants that come mostly from outside the country, and you got most of them, they come from places like Australia. So they've kind of taken over uh, this this, this Cape Floristic region. So my job basically is to try and manage that. There isn't much that I can do when it comes to, to urbanization and, mm. and, and, and that kind of development because that becomes a political uh, discussion. But when it comes to agriculture, that's where I feel that we've got a bit of influence because we can talk to the farm owner and explain to him the importance of managing uh, such vegetation types. Uh, as well as uh, the clearing uh, of invasive species. We also assist, you know, contractors uh, that deal with the 
health education of these plants and we support them, we mentor them, we assist them, we ensure that they have systems in place so that they could become sustainable in the long term. So, um, yeah, our main thing is to is to basically protect the region and we do our bit. There's a whole lot of other companies that are trying their best, but we also do our bit in the areas where we see there's a huge need. On environmental education, as you say, one of the stakeholders in the agricultural sector that you work with are fruit farmers. Uh, when it comes to environmental education, what challenges are they facing and how do you deal with that? The, the biggest challenge is that, so our focus when it comes, so if I, I look back since 2017, each and every year we see more than uh, 1,500 kids that come mostly from rural areas, and we work with different departments, including the Department of Agriculture in the Western Cape. And what we've been doing, we've basically been exposing these young kids to the beauty of the environment. I mean, our main vision is to develop and install love for nature. So each and every person that we interact with, we ensure that that love is transferred. They understand why we do what we do. This also includes farmers. So our main focus has been, once again, in rural areas and farm communities. We go into these areas, we talk to the young kids, we ensure that they understand because we've also discovered that over time, uh, because the Fainbos region in general, you know, it is highly flammable. So if you put a match on some dry Fainbos that is 12 years old, you know, it would basically burn. And the kids, sometimes they love to see that because they see these choppers coming over to put out the fire. So we've realize that we need to do a lot of education so that they could become the custodians of nature. And so that's where our focus has been. But also at the same time that they, these kids don't have the opportunity. They see this natural heritage surrounding them, but they do not know what it is all about. So we go into those areas, we teach them, we get them to understand the, the, the importance of, of, of water, especially those that are situated in mountain catchment areas. And we get them to understand how that water flows from the top of the mountain to basically their taps at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Those are just some of the things that we do. We do waste management because we want them to understand. And that's not just for the, the you know, for the learners. That also includes farm workers. We make sure that they understand how, you know, what they do in the agricultural space links to the, to the environment and how agriculture is dependent on the environment, basically. All right, so you've done the, the programs, graduated, you've got your prize. Now, what's next for you? Oh, that is, um, the SAD Toll Water Program has really opened some opportunities. It has helped us in so many ways. Um, now, I would really like to start working in other areas uh, within uh, the agricultural sector, obviously, supporting them through uh, our environmental expertise because we have some really, uh, I mean, the people that I work with and some of my associates. Mm-hmm. It's people that have been in the game for a very long time. They understand stuff like farm management, which is an area that you also try to grow in so that you could also provide that service because I'm trained as, 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 as a firefighter as well, fire both of those that do wildfire management. And we've got some really good expertise in the team. So we want to go into that space so that we can provide that service among others. Mm. But you also want to start assisting. We've been getting now some uh, attention in other provinces, such as Limpopo. So we want to see if we can expand in other provinces and provide similar services that we provide in the Western Cape. Awesome. So the Contour Enviro Group, uh, do you have a website and what is your social media uh, presence? Yeah, so on Facebook, we're called Contour Enviro Group. Uh, our website is uh, 
www.contourgroup.co.za or you can just type Contour Enviro Group on Facebook and then uh, you get a lot of information there. However, we are busy updating our our, our website, but uh, there is something that we'll be able to look at if you type Contour Enviro Group on Facebook. But we also do have a page also called Contour Enviro Group on LinkedIn, so mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, as well as Facebook with exactly the same name. Okay, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Sabelo. Have a great uh, Thursday. All right, thank you so much, Asanda. Have a lovely one. Thanks. Sabelo Lindani is founder and managing director of Contro Enviro Group.